I love me some descendants. That song goes out to Wendy. Glad you're on the mend. Sup, twats. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. Your other host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. God damn it, I can never say that correctly because I'm racist, obviously. Uh, is uh, working. He's making them dollar bills, baby. Oh my God. <laughs> He's making them dollar bills, so, you know, or maybe sleeping. Or maybe sleeping one off, uh, AKAs for lays. Am I right? <laughs> so this is what happens when I go solo. This week we will talk about the Monday episode. Lori Gottlieb doesn't bullshit her patience, and the Thursday episode. Canadian service berries. Eric's love life getting on jeopardy. But first, I'm going to do some shout out. First of all, shout out to Brittany. I love you. I miss you. Shout out to Scott Marquez, Paul, Tamara. Also to Ray Morgan, Jay Inslee, to Toby. Thanks for being on last week. Although I think this week would have been a banner uh, episode for you. To Lauren Kelly for always the fun texts back to, back and forth every week. And to Dr. Jen, who not only listens to the show and is cool and fun and also is, uh, is also keeping me in check with my uh, my old weight loss regimen. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking mantle bomb. Okay, this is the uh, second time trying to do this solo, so uh, it's a little weird to sit here and talk while I can look outside and see train wrecks, phallic purple truck out there, and my cat's running around by my feet, and I have to go pick up my husband from the airport in about an hour, so I figured, hey, let's do a quickie. Let's get this one out, short and sweet. Dr. Jen was going to try and join us, but she, her roof's caving in on her or something, so she couldn't. And so I'm I'm doing this alone. Sorry in advance. All right. Uh, Monday. Lori Gottlieb, she runs an advice column, Dear Therapist, which uh, this sounds very interesting to me. She also wrote the book, Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, which sounds really, really interesting. I'm going to have to get that book. It's interesting to hear a therapist's perspective of being in therapy and then becoming a therapist and seeing both sides of it. And that was quite interesting to me. She almost kind of fell into being Allison's therapist for a second, which I thought was interesting. But then I think Allison switched the background. She's very good at doing this idea about wondering about the therapist, other patients and wondering if your story is good enough or if you're boring your therapist. I've never had this thought ever. I just go in I, I don't know I go in with this as if I'm the only patient really <laughs> maybe that's maybe there's an issue there but also editing yourself during therapy and being honest and I feel like I ride the line I don't want to be judged by my therapist but then I also maybe I don't want to tell a hundred percent of the truth even though I'm totally I don't even know uh, I don't feel like I edit myself. I feel like I I do put my best foot forward, but I'm also the first one to call myself out, out on my shit. Like I want to beat her to the punch. So I don't know. Sometimes after I leave, I feel like I've just been hanging out with a friend. Sometimes I feel like I'm her therapist. Sometimes I feel like I don't really need to be there. And sometimes like right now, I feel like I have too much to talk to her about that I haven't made an appointment. So although things are going rather well in my life. I just feel like I'm once again just kind of planning a party on top of a lumpy rug. Also, this idea about Googling your therapist that 
Allison has this idea that everyone has. I never have, never thought of it. After she mentioned it, I still did not because I don't really give a shit. But also, my therapist tells me a lot about her life anyway. So I feel like I already know enough and I don't really want to be her therapist or her friend or I, I don't know. I the, it just I don't really feel like I need to stalk my therapist. I feel like I just I don't I don't know. I guess I don't get that. I'm curious if anybody else does that. It just doesn't it, that kind of seems different to me, but I had never heard of this. I don't know if it's a Hollywood thing. It could be an LA thing. I don't know. Also, Lori was talking about putting the patient back together again towards the end of the session. Like each session, you sort of finish it off and don't leave them hanging. You kind of solve the issue or at least give homework or you it's rounded out. So you're not leaving them wanting more. And then also the idea of watching the clock. And I know my therapist sometimes will watch the clock when there's somebody else coming in after me, but I'm usually the one looking at the clock. And when it's getting closer to the time, I'm already like getting my money out or getting my purse together. And she still wants to ask me questions. And she usually lets me stay for another half hour, 45 minutes over. So I don't, I don't, I have the opposite issue where I'm the one watching the clock. Like, okay, I don't want to take up any more of your time. And she's like, oh no, sit back, relax. Let's chit chat. But maybe I found a good therapist. I don't, I don't know. I feel good when I go to her and uh, I don't, yeah, I think it's fine. Lori also talked about writing the marry him book, which sparked a lot of negative negativity towards her because of the subtitle, which is understandable. And it's funny that saying settling is, has the negative connotations to it because in a way you are settling and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, but I understand how people immediately had the impression that she was not a feminist and that she's just saying, just, you know, be a dumb dumb and marry him because you're not going to get anything better or you don't deserve better or whatever it is. People just um, judged, literally judged the book by the cover and uh, that sucks, but she pulled herself out of it. It sounds like, and she has, sounds like she has an interesting life. She's able to balance being a mom and doing a lot of great things that she loves to do at the same time, which is some, a role model to me. So uh, that's uh, the perfect thing to talk about on this mother's day weekend. Uh, Allison also talked about the next door app, which it's funny because she's vented a few times on Twitter and I have the same issue. There's been a few times that I've, there's been some good things on next door. It's like, Oh, there's going to be a road closure or there's this or whatever reminding me of the street sweeper is going to be canceled that day or whatever. Okay. That's great. But almost 99% of the time I go on there, I start, I get mad. I get, have anxiety. I get just, it raises my blood pressure because it's either people being racist or it's people accusing others of being racist because it's like, uh, or people dismissing somebody because they lost their cat. But if it's a dog, then it's like all out, like everybody's out looking for it. If it's a cat, they're like, eh, fuck off, basically. So I can't really go on there very often because I can't, my health can't handle it. And it's good to know or not good to know that Burbank has the same issues as Little Orange. You know what? Before we talk about Thursday, let's quickly talk about the first Fridays. Allie Ward will be doing first Fridays at the LA History museum in LA. So we're all going to plan a meetup and go to see her, support her. And it sounds like a lot of fun. It's on June 7th. 
Uh, looks like tickets are on sale now, which is reminding me I need to go buy mine. And uh, I, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully little Rafi's going to be here. All right. Thursday. We were her little Saskatoon berry pie sent in by Ariana Bisky on Patreon. It's funny that Daniel said, are you sure it's not Biscay? And I thought, I'm pretty sure Allison knows how to pronounce things. But then in my mind, I thought, well, how is it spelled? And I went back and it's spelled exactly like it sounds. Bisky. Uh, it's cute. It's uh, like biscuits and gravy. <laughs> oh, my God. So Saskatoon is a part of is a part of Canada. I wow, two weeks and I'm learning so much about Canada. This reminds me of the quiz that, <laughs> that Toby gave me uh, regarding all things Canada and I failed miserably. Uh, and it is strange that they are our close neighbors and we really don't know much about them. Everybody on the sh- on the Thursday show was talking and saying the exact same thing that, you know, like Colonel Jeff, there's some show that he that he just heard about that's some big show there and we've never heard of it. And there's so much stuff going on right above us. We don't know diddly doo doo. So I'm glad it's not just me, but Americans never learn anything about Canada. Why is that? Tell us, Toby, Mika, Hansi, my three people that I know from Canada, which is pretty cool. I can say that. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so stupid. All right. Which led to the fact that Allison was accused of being Canadian racist. And I think that's fucking hilarious. Number one, it doesn't, it's not something you ever think that is possible, which is an ignorant point of view for me to say, but I never, I mean, we all make fun of Canada, but I, I don't know if that's really being racist. We, I mean, everybody makes fun of the places that they're not from. Canadians can make fun of the United States. I'm sure they do. I wouldn't know about it because I don't know. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, but it's whatever. I don't think that's being racist. But the fact that it grew legs and there was an entire Facebook page dedicated to Allison being a Canadian racist. <laughs> it's hilarious. I mean, that's hilarious. I'm, I'm, I can't believe this is the first time hearing of this. or th- I don't know if anyone else has heard this, but um, that is quite funny. The things that people come up with, I mean, I guess the whole idea behind this show is kind of ludicrous, but at least it's a positive thing to support her show. Imagine if there was a negative show against her besides that stupid podcast about whatever thing where there's a one episode against her and this little old show. But I mean, it's just kind of it's uh, people have time, apparently. All right. So Allison talking about Canada. We don't know anything about it. It led to this whole Saskatoon berry. I assumed it was a berry that was a Saskatoon berry. I didn't think it was some sort of whatever. But I do like the fact that we get to hear about all the new berries (laughs) on Allison's show. And, of course, it's near and dear to my heart, especially when they talk about Knott's Berry Farm or boysenberries or any of the berries that came from where I live. And I like that Daniel brought up the Marion Berry issue again. (laughs) The hard-hitting Mary and Barry issue. And at least Allison was like, yeah, we've already talked about that. And then they talked about poutine. Apparently, there's a poutine restaurant, Burbank, or in Hollywood. I'm interested to try this. I I have shared that I've tried poutine before, or as Toby corrected me, I think it's poutine because it's fucking French or whatever. But I doubt the French would take uh, ownership of this monstrosity. It sounds very American, like throw every motherfucking thing in there 
that is unhealthy and douse it in gravy. Like that sounds very American. So I'd like to know the, the, uh, the origin of this. It sounds delicious. I mean, I have had it once and it was not great, but I think it's because I got it from Red Robin. I'd like to have actual poutine from somewhere that's reputable. But the only thing that throws me is the cheese curds. I love me some cheese curds. And I didn't shout out Superfan Megan earlier. I wanted to shout her out now because her mom sent me cheese curds from Wisconsin. Superfan Megan sent them to Allison and Daniel. They're delicious. But I feel like you're gilding the lily by putting those on the poutine. I feel like it needs to be two separate things. Fries, gravy? Yes, please. Cheese curds? Definitely. Separate? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh my god, I'm glad I can make my own fucking self laugh. Also, Allison's parents telling her that she should be on Jeopardy probably was in passing. It probably wasn't it probably wasn't like, man, you really should go on Jeopardy. This is your thing. It was, wow, you blew us away with that accidental right answer. You should go on Jeopardy. Just I think it was more in passing, but It is funny how kids will gravitate or will hear something and kind of run with it. Because in her mind, she went for it. (laughs) It's kind of like when uh, you watch America's Got Talent or whatever those shows are called. The very first seasons when their people are trying out. It's like, um, how many of your parents told you you should go on the show because you're a good singer and you actually suck ass? I, I blame the parents. But... It's good for her for trying. I mean, I was watching Jeopardy the other day, which I don't really like because I don't like Alex Trebek. But, and sorry for him being sick and all. I It's nothing against his health. I just don't care for him as a person. But, and the show's kind of boring. I was watching it and I felt like I was getting a lot of answers right. And I thought, am I guessing? Or, I mean, I know I'm not that smart. (laughs) Was it just luck at the time? I have no idea. In general, I... I'm not good at it. And maybe that's why I don't like watching it because it seems like nonsense that if you did know, I wouldn't want to hang out with you anyway. And if I knew it, then maybe. maybe. So Allison then reads the iTunes comments of the week. She had an accidental negative review on Greg Fitzsimmons iTunes. I find it hard to believe this story of how she got to read this because I don't think she's sitting around reading other people's comments i have a feeling that greg read it and said hey this seems like not my about my show what do you think about this he probably brought it to her attention that being said how you get to there how you get there's whatever but the person that left it accidentally on greg's is obviously a loser (laughs) and lame and how embarrassing and if i could leave an itunes comment on this person's life it would be negative stars okay i'm glad i can make myself laugh once again i don't understand the need to leave a negative comment on any show i just feel like just don't listen don't subscribe don't give them the downloads i don't understand taking the time for this i mean even the stupid show that talked negatively about this show and allison's show i didn't go leave a negative comment it's like hey i'll talk it i'll talk about it to no end on the show apparently because <laughs> that that kind of time I have but the only thing that sucks about her doing the iTunes comments is I always forget that the positive one 
And so to the positive person, bravo. Originally, I thought it was going to be Lee Bruns, South Dakota. I immediately thought that's her probably one listener in South Dakota. Just kidding. But it was not. It was somebody else. And so shout out to that person. I think that's awesome. This talk of negative iTunes comments immediately led into Allison's nose zit talk, which was quite funny. <laughs> that... You go from somebody complaining and leaving a negative review about your chode talk, and then you start talking about your nose zits. And I have to be honest, when Colonel Jeff says something about having them in his ear, I was like, Colonel Jeff, just don't talk about anything disgusting, okay? You want me to still think about you sexually, right? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I don't. So fucking just solve that problem. Uh, Also, this turned into the Bickersons yet again. And I think it's funny because they brought it up as far as... Daniel's saying that this is maybe not them really bickering. And Renee was like the daughter of parents that are bickering. And she's like, but this is fun. I d- it doesn't really feel uncomfortable. Everything's fine. And like rocking herself in a corner <laughs> because it was just, it was uncomfortable. It kind of derails the show. And I really don't want to talk negatively about her show because I do like it. And I know last, obviously this fucking show, come on. But Last week, we talked about some of the constructive criticism, and I feel like the bicker- bickering derails the show. Nobody knows how to react. Is this real? I don't know. Uh, but also, they can't chime in. They're not part of the bicker at hand. So it's just sort of, well, I guess we'll just sit here and be quiet, or I don't know. And, and it kind of just throws everything off. So I think... Allison's trying to gain her momentum back and I think this just kind of cuts into the show and then I don't think she can get it back and she will I know I we all have horrible shows I mean listen to this show a horrible by the way it was not horrible it was a very fun show it just there's some minor derailments and then you know we get getting back on track this also led to the talk about bubble being second season Allison pandering because she really wants to be on it also it was fun to hear, you know, Renee kind of chiming in, even though I know she was probably dating Jordan at the time. I don't know. But Eric Martin was the director of this, so it was naturally going to come up. And he didn't really give her, uh, Allison any confirmation about if it's starting or when it is, etc. Eric loves Vegas. I have a love-hate relationship with Vegas, which I realize it's I hate Vegas, but I love gambling. So then I found that going to Laughlin is the way to go because it's the unassuming Vegas where you can still go and drink and eat and basically gamble your life away because why? who wouldn't want to do that? But you don't have to do it around a bunch of dickheads. <laughs> and it led to the fact that they, he loves pinball. And Allison was trying to dig deep into who Eric is. And we find out that he loves pinball. Daniel also loves pinball. I have to say, I love pinball too. I Whenever I go to an arcade, which is very, very rare, I am drawn to the pinball machine. That's, that's uh, I was going to say that's my jam, but I don't fucking say that. So it's my pajama jam. I love pinball. I'm sure I've played the Adams Family one. I think that's a good one. I don't know anything about pinball. I'm not great at it. I don't know what game is good. I don't know what's hip and happening. I know that I fucking love it, but not enough to buy one, not enough to actually like go to a pinball place. Just if I happen to stumble across a pinball machine, fucking playing. All right. JMOs are back, which is nice. I sent in a JMO over the weekend that I feel like I have JMOs that are too racy for ARI YMBF. 
the one that sparked it, I think I was just kind of drunk. And then I started thinking about it. And I don't think it was actually a JMO. But I have had some in the past where I thought, eh, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to send this one in because I'll get a lot of weird followers <laughs> or people might look at me differently, even worse than they do now. But she didn't read my JMO, but this led to the fact that Trice, T-Dizzle, I didn't shout you out earlier because I was saving it for now. Thank you for taking my JMO and making it into something awesome. So now we have JMO Confessionals. You can go and send in anonymous JMOs to Allison. And I'm super excited about this because, of course, as soon as it happened, I wanted to send some in. But then it's like, well, there's only three that were sent in. So obviously we know Trice wipes his butt with wet toilet paper or he's the counting steps guy, which I don't think so. Just kidding, Trice. Now now there's a new game. We get to decide who sent these in. But uh, the, my fear of sending, sending in one right away was that I would be the only one and it'd be like, oh, Mm-hmm. this person sent in one regarding a Vans box. I wonder who sent this one in. So I am going to let the dust settle a little bit before I send some in, but I'm super excited about this also because I want to remember some, uh, we're going to get racy too. It's not going to be this fucking picking daisies bullshit. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to get deep into uh, some psyches here, I hope. And hopefully we don't lose friends over it. And hopefully we don't find out that some of our closest friends are a lot worse than we thought. So shout out to you, Trice. Thanks for doing that. I, I think this is going to breathe new life into JMOs. I think it's uh, it's it's much needed. Although the stare one is hilarious because that one is your typical JMO that gets has already been sent in. But the fact that it, it got sent in anonymously... Is like, oh man, these JMOs are going to get their way in there too. <laughs> like we needed some good stuff. But if it was Trice, anyone in as a joke, I think that's funny. And then this led to the Sunday talk. Uh, why is the Sunday spelled that way? I think that they would be very interested to know why Sunday became a thing. It's actually sacrilegious. There's a whole story behind it. It's pretty interesting. Look it up. I'm not going to talk about it now, but... If you're not into little baby Jesus, go have yourself a hot fudge sundae. The correct way, by the way. Vanilla ice cream, hot fudge, nuts, whipped cream, and a cherry. Don't fuck around with any other flavors. Thank you very much. All right, that's the show. Happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. And to all you motherfuckers, fuck right now. (laughs) And to all you motherfuckers, way to go. You idiot. I'm, I'm talking about myself. No. Happy Mother's Day. It's a fucking hard job. Yeah, we a lot of us sign up for it. Millions of us are doing it. And it's a struggle. And that's why mimosas were invented. Dr. Jen wanted me to use a crisscross song because during the show, Daniel mentioned something which would have totally slipped by me if she didn't tell me. And he said, if you're not, you're young enough, you'll know the reference or old enough or whatever it was. I don't know. Listen to him. But I will not be ending the show with that song. Just give you a little taste. BFFs, you're the fucking best. Thank you and good night.
Seen him fall. 